Well, good afternoon again, everybody, and welcome along to another edition of Ireland Calling, broadcasting on Wednesday night on uh, Planet FM in Auckland, Saturday night, Plains FM in Christchurch, Sunday afternoon, Capity Coast on Sunday night on Wellington Access Radio, and any other night of the week on planetaudio.org.nz. Welcome along to any new listeners that might have tuned in for the first time. The programme you're listening to, Ireland Calling, is brought to you with the great support of the Hugh Green Group. So wherever you're listening tonight... Hope you can stay with me for the next hour. We'll bring you all the latest news from Ireland. Just a quick update on COVID cases, 366 new cases and 11 further deaths. And uh, the government are worried that the numbers aren't dropping uh, as quick as they should be. But more on that and all the other news from Ireland uh, on uh, the programme, which you're listening to, for, um, listen to here on a Wednesday night, as I said, if you're in Auckland. Well, I lost a, a, a good listener to Ireland calling um, uh, at the weekend and she was farewelled in Auckland yesterday. And uh, I know that um, Oliver Grady uh, always loved listening to Ireland calling. And uh, at her funeral yesterday, her family talked about her three loves, her family, her faith and Ireland. So I thought we'd touch on, have three songs in Olive's memory, one after another here that touches on all of them. So we'll hit off the road here with a uh, pretty little girl from Oma, where Olive was from, and uh, to all of us, uh, all her children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and uh, to members of her late husband's, Tony's uh, family and friends, we uh, pass on all our deepest sympathy to you. I hope this little tribute here will bring you some uh, peace and happiness. Daniel is up first with the pretty little girl from Oma.
Mary Duff there ending that um, set of songs Mary singing when Irish eyes are smiling before that we had Celine Dion first time for Celine on this programme singing Ave Maria and we started off with the man from Donegal Daniel O'Donnell singing Pretty Little Girl from Oma in the county of Tyrone and those three songs were a tribute to Oliver Grady from Oma in County Tyrone who was laid to rest yesterday predeceased by her husband and uh, other members of her family. So hopefully uh, members of Olive's family that are tuning in tonight uh, enjoy that uh, tribute. I know Olive loved uh, the weekly programme that you're listening to now, brought to you each week with the support of the Hugh Green. So may Olive uh, rest in peace. Right, well, there's 11 further people have died in Ireland today and 366 new cases. So the um, Chief Medical Officer, uh, Tony Houlihan, said this evening uh, that... uh, we have two weeks to drive down community transmission. Um, otherwise, um, you know, some of the restrictions that are due to be lifted in early December may not be lifted. Of course, last week I mentioned that Taoiseach Leo Varadkar had encouraged people not to come home for Christmas. And uh, this has caused a lot of distress to a lot of people and people are still coming home regardless, especially from uh, the UK and other uh, European uh, countries. But uh, there was um, certainly a lot of unhappiness uh, in some quarters over the week at the weekend when people you're allowed to go along to a pub and to have a pint and buy it and bring it away and drink it to take it away like uh, but people are gathering outside pubs and there was a scenes in South William Street in Dublin that annoyed a lot of people and uh, Fianna Fáil brought a, a paper to the cabinet uh, today or yesterday Irish time uh, to see if they could uh, bring in a law to uh, make sure that people weren't allowed to do this, but actually they were shot down by their uh, coalition partners, uh, Fine Gael and uh, the Green Party. So people will probably still, um, you know, go along and, and do this. But the numbers are certainly uh, alarming uh, in parts of Ireland, especially in uh, Dublin. There was a lot of controversy last week over the continuing restrictions in Northern Ireland, but they've agreed to continue them for another two weeks. But uh, if uh, some members of the community up there, loyal unionist community, got their way, they were willing to lift restrictions. And, of course, their numbers are, what you call it, more than Ireland uh, every every day. So certainly um, not out-of-the-wood work yet. And the other news is that the continuing saga over uh, whether or not um, Supreme Court Judge Seamus Wolfe uh, will resire, resign or be fired. Well, he won't be fired because the government said they uh, will not uh, proceed with any um, motion. Um, well, they, they, somebody has to pass a motion to uh, ask him to be impeached after the process, but that would be uh, ruled against in, in Dolier. And so it's back now to the Chief Justice and the Justice hierarchy to decide what to do uh, with Seamus Wolfe, newly appointed Supreme Court judge. But the Chief Justice has... Um, said last week that he's lost confidence in him and uh, he feels he should resign, but he's not uh, going to resign. So um, we'll be interested to see what will happen over the next uh, few days. This man, if he was alive, would have celebrated his 80th birthday yesterday, the great Luke Kelly. See the child with the golden hair but eyes that show the emptiness inside. Do we know, can we understand just how he feels or have we really tried? See him now 
As he stands alone and watches children play a children's game. Simple child, he looks almost like the others, yet they know he's not the same. Scorn not his simplicity, but rather try to love him all the more. Scorn not his simplicity, oh no. Not recognizing that kind face that only yesterday you loved. The loving face of a mother who can't understand what she's been guilty of. How she cried, tears of happiness the day the doctor told her it's a boy. Now she cries, tears of helplessness and thinks of all the things he can't enjoy. Scorn not his simplicity, but rather try to love him all the more. Scorn not his simplicity, oh no. his simplicity lovely song there uh, by the late Luke Kelly who would have been 80 if he lived born on the 17th of November 1940 you're listening to Ireland Calling uh, brought to you with the support of uh, the Hugh Green Group wherever you listen tonight I hope you're enjoying uh, the programme just to look through some of the uh, other headlines in the papers today well if Joe Biden ever gets to um, you know, become the next president of the United States at his inauguration gig. The chieftains are lined up to to play, but it might have to be um, from on on YouTube or on uh, what do you call it, Zoom from Ireland. But Paddy Maloney says that uh, they've played for Vice President um, Biden in the past, and they played when he came to Ireland when they put on a special gig down at Matt Malloy's pub in uh, County Mayo. Sadly, County Mayo and Swinford. Uh, was the scene of um, uh, outpouring of grief yesterday when news broke of a, a murder in um, Swinford on Monday night. 
and uh, the man that was uh, murdered was Michael McDonough, 24, originally from Knock, and uh, a man in his 30s who was known to Gardaí and who uh, is originally from Poland but has been living in Ireland for many years, uh, is in custody and helping Garda with inquiries. But as the headline says here, somebody's child, somebody's brother, um, tributes paid to the man who was stabbed in County Mayo. Helen McIntyre, the Justice Minister, she said she followed clear processes in recommending Seamus Wolf for the Supreme Court judge because uh, according to an Irish Times report last Friday, uh, there was three other sitting judges that expressed an interest in uh, becoming a Supreme Court judge as a process to go through. But it looks like that um, former Attorney General uh, Seamus Wolf uh, was springboarded over the lot and uh, got the job as uh, a Supreme Court judge. Didn't actually sit on the Supreme Court yet because he went down and played that infamous game of golf which has caused him no end of grief. But it looks like that he's not going anywhere but uh, may mean some of his colleagues on the Supreme Court may go somewhere because there's a lot of unhappiness with the way um, the issue, or he dealt with the issue over the, the golf. Not so much playing on the golf and going for a meal. It was the um, interview that was he had with former Chief Justice Susan Denham that uh, made people uh, very annoyed, especially um, his boss, Frank Clark, who seemed to have been a great buddy of his in the past. But I'd say that's uh, what you call it. Uh, friendship now is, is uh, gone. And finally, before we take the next bit of music, no appetite to extend level five COVID-19 restrictions past November. This is according to the Health Minister, Stephen Donnelly. But uh, what do you call it? Um, Tony Houlihan is saying that we've got two weeks to get these uh, figures down. Davy Fitzgerald has said he'll continue as manager of Wexford next year. There's a, an article here. Uh, where he says, I don't actually hate Gerald Lachlan. I just feel sorry for him the way he is. So obviously um, a bit of uh, tension there. Of course, Gerald would have been manager of Clare when Davy played in goal for them. But uh, Davy, uh, obviously, uh, his team came up second against his former team, Clare, last weekend. And uh, this weekend, we've got uh, Galway taking on Tipperary and Waterford against Clare. Galway were beaten by Kilkenny after being in a commanding lead with about 10 minutes to go. They were cruising in the Leinster final and um, obviously tip, uh, Kilkenny scored two quick goals and uh, Galway still came back and were leading with a few minutes to go but uh, again uh, Kilkenny came back and scored uh, four quick points at the end and uh, on, that was on Saturday evening and on Sunday Limerick made hard work of beating Waterford in the Munster final so Limerick and Kilkenny automatically into the All-Ireland uh, semi-final in Hurling and uh, they'll await the winners of Galway and Tip and uh, Waterford and Clare, uh, who are due to play this weekend. We'll give you the full results of all the football uh, later on in the programme tonight. This time, we'll move on and uh, let's look and see what we've um, got here. Dolores Keane, beautiful song, Never Be the Sun. Um 
Keen there, lovely song. Uh, you'll never be the light, and you're listening to Ireland uh, calling. And uh, we'll have the Saw Doctors up next. Before that, look through some more headlines. Of course, Brexit is coming down the line, and I see where Bill Clinton uh, in a, a webinar or a, he, he he linked up uh, on a speech recording today, and he said that uh, the Brexit talk, talks are creating tremendous uncertainty in Northern Ireland, and and he he talked about. How 25 years ago when he was president, coming to Derry and coming to Belfast and uh, seeing young children coming up to him and thanking him for helping uh, bring peace to Northern Ireland and and, uh, the work that his team did and helped bring in the Good Friday Agreement was something that he'll never forget as long as he lives. And there's a lovely picture of him here in the Irish Times along with the late John Hume and uh, the great work that they've done. Of course, all the people that um, led to... Brexit uh, happening in the first place are nearly all gone now because that Dominic Cummins and a few of his cohorts have left uh, the White House but uh, Fintan O'Toole says the collapse of the vote to leave gang including Cummings comes too late to save the Brexit uh, uh, to save Brexit addled uh, Britain and uh, Simon Coveney is is telling people to stay calm at the moment because uh, there's still a possibility of a deal being done but it's more likely uh, that there won't be a deal done and uh, there could be absolute chaos um, in Ireland and uh, in the UK uh, on the 1st of of January after Britain leaves because uh, obviously trucks coming through most of the 
imports that comes into Ireland come in through Britain from mainland Europe because there's a better uh, ferry and uh, road transport network there. So obviously a lot of um, uh, things to happen inside the next six weeks. But certainly compared to the, you know, what was happening this time last year, it looked like there was a, a chance that it might have been changed and uh, a deal could have been done. But uh, it's looking more and more likely that no deal will be done. But the only good thing is that... Um, President-elect Biden has said that uh, as far as America is concerned, it won't be having any deal with, with Britain uh, if it continues down the path of interfering with the Good uh, Friday Agreement, which is uh, basically non-negotiable for America, the US, to consider um, a, a, an agreement with uh, Britain, a trade agreement. The teachers' union are calling for early finish to school term, but uh, the Minister Foley has said, no, that's not going to happen. And the leave insert uh, began uh, during the week, uh, certainly uh, a bit different to previous leave inserts that normally start the first week of June. Well, the leave inserts now uh, are happening uh, two nights this week, this week and uh, then on Sunday, Saturday and Sunday. And obviously people that didn't get the results that they expected uh, in the graded um, grades that were given out in, in early September uh, are now resetting the exams and some people just need an extra 10 or 15 points to get them into the course that they wanted and they'll be able to do that uh, next year. And um, But um, obviously um, most people have settled into college now but college is uh, being done remotely because of uh, the way lockdown is happening at the moment. So doctors, you got me on the run. <laughs>
Yes, so it all started at Gay Brown's Pub. That's the Saw Doctors there, and you got me on the run, and you're listening to Ireland uh, Calling, brought to you with the great support of the Hugh Green Group, broadcasting out of my home office here in Takapuna on a beautiful, sunny uh, Wednesday afternoon, just after 2 o'clock here. And uh, for people listening in Ireland, uh, our numbers here are very low. I think we've had three cases today of uh, people infected with COVID, and they're all in isolation, all coming back here and... uh, uh, coming back here is very strict compared to uh, the rules uh, in, in Ireland and uh, sadly many people that want to come back to New Zealand for Christmas uh, won't be able to do so because uh, the inn is full as they say because the managed isolation facilities are completely full up uh, for people to come back but uh, hopefully uh, it's still not going to stop people and for Irish people listening here house prices are going through the roof here because there's so many people coming back anyway we'll have a look at the sports pages and we'll start with the back page of the Irish Times uh, sports section on Monday. A nice picture of Katie Taylor, who defended her uh, title again uh, with a, a fight against Spain's uh, Miriam Gutierrez uh, uh, on Saturday night. A lot of people saying, uh, you know, she, it was a, a very one-sided fight, but uh, Gutierrez is paying homage to respectful, uh, with a respectful bow to Katie as she holds her four, four belts. And uh, no luck for the Irish team. Uh, at the Masters, Graham McDowell, uh, Shane Lowry and uh, Rory Best. Rory, not Rory Best, Rory, uh, the rugby player, was in the news at the weekend. But um, Rory McElroy, he did, McElroy had the, was the best of the Irish finishing uh, fifth, joint fifth. But Dustin Johnson took out the title there. And uh, they only have to wait six months till they'll be back in April uh, next year. But anyway, the, the big sections of the pages, as we move into them, uh, talk about GAA and... Um, Women's football, Dublin, Armagh, Cork and Galway are into the last four. Armagh beaten Mayo at the weekend, which is a bit of a surprise. And uh, obviously my own county, Galway, uh, with a few girls from my club, uh, Kilcarran, Clumbern, are doing well. And uh, hopefully uh, they will um, get into the final uh, this year and uh, win. In Camogie, Cork set up a semi-final date uh, with uh, Kilkenny. That should be a good game. And then the news broke on Saturday, or might have been Friday night, that Mickey Hart who managed her own for over 18 years, took them to three All-Ireland titles, has uh, announced his uh, retirement. And he no sooner uh, had hung up his coaching uh, boots until he was uh, on the sideline at um, a game in, in uh, where was he, when Cavan were playing uh, Armagh on Sunday. And um, he was uh, put on his pundit's cap and somebody asked him, uh, Mickey, uh, what have you to say to all the people that criticised you over the years and all he said was God help those people who criticised me so much on social media and stuff like that sorry folks I didn't read it because I don't go there thanks be to God I'm not in that business at all and somebody said to him would he manage another county team and he said I love Gaelic games I'll put it like that and he smiled and he said uh, I won't be putting the slippers away uh, yet obviously disappointment that uh, his team Tyrone were knocked out of the uh, championship uh, the week uh, before but let's look at uh, how things are uh, looking now in um, first of all in, in hurling as I mentioned in the Leinster Championship Galway coasting against Kilkenny in the second half with 10 minutes to go and uh, they were up by 5 points Kilkenny scored 2 quick goals space of about 3 minutes could have had a third goal after um, was it Richie Power Richie Hogan that came on as a sub 10 minutes into the second half and he was man of the match so Kilkenny 220 Galway 24 points but Galway have another chance they take on Tipperary uh, next weekend and um, obviously 
the winner of that will then uh, meet either uh, Kilkenny or Limerick in an All-Ireland uh, semi-final and the other game as I mentioned earlier uh, beaten Munster finalists Waterford take on uh, Clare uh, so the All-Ireland semi-finals take place on Sunday week the t- Saturday and Sunday week the 28th and 29th of November with the finals scheduled for the 13th of December so the football championship Galway losing Hurland on Friday Saturday night we were hoping that we'd bait Mayo in Galway uh, on Sunday afternoon but that didn't happen Mayo edging through 14 points to 13 probably a bad game by all accounts I didn't see it and by the way if you want to watch these games uh, you can do it on gaago.ie gaago.ie you can log on there and they've got some good subscriptions and good offers if you want to watch your favourite team playing and of course most of these games are also being broadcast on RTE uh, radio and they're free to air you can just uh, log in there and uh, log on and hear them but anyway Mayo beat Galway 14 points to, to 13 and uh, it looks like that uh, a Mayo man uh, brought down a Galway man who was uh, bearing down on goal with uh, pretty much the last kick of the game and uh, he was given a black card and Galway ended up scoring a point but if they scored a goal they might have gone through but uh, they will play obviously the winners of uh, Cork and Tipperary who played this weekend in Munster and then the winner of that will, will obviously be taking on the Dubs who look like they're coming through on the other side but they'll have to face obviously Donegal who somebody tipped yesterday Tomás O'Shea felt that they were the only team uh, that uh, probably uh, would stop Dublin winning another All-Ireland this year so Leinster Championship uh, last weekend you had Mead played um, Kildare Mead 5-9 Kildare 15 points Dublin 2-23 Leash 7 points very one-sided game so the final this weekend Dublin against uh, Mead I was running ahead of myself there Dublin aren't Leinster champions yet so Dublin against Mead uh, wouldn't it be great if there was some games like there was there in the late 80s, some really good battles this weekend. Uh, so Dublin against Meath, and good to see that former Meath player and Oster, uh, compromised rules player Graham Garrett is recovering well after um, a brain tumour uh, two weeks ago. And um, I see here the Munster Championship, uh, Munster final coming up this weekend, Tipperary against Cork. Kerry still uh, struggling, coming to terms after losing to, to Cork in the last minute. Uh, two weeks ago or last Sunday week and finally up north we've got the Ulster final this weekend Donegal against Cavan that match scheduled for Armagh at 4pm of course doesn't matter where it's played uh, there's no uh, att- nobody in attendance there and the All-Ireland uh, football final will be taking place on Sunday the 19th of December in Crow Park again uh, just uh, the um, subs and uh, the medical crew and, and coach and staff although I see John Kiley, the Limerick uh, manager, was upset that he wasn't allowed to bring his complete panel uh, into the um, the game last Sunday. Well, this might be played on the 20th of January in Washington.
Paddy Maloney, Matt Malloy and, uh, and the rest of the team there, the Chieftains and uh, Carolyn's Concerto and uh, rumours swirling around that the Chieftains uh, are due to play for uh, what he called uh, Joe Biden at his uh, one of his inauguration events. They've played for him before a few times and uh, it's a long time since I picked uh, Paddy up at his hotel here in Auckland and took him up to the uh, studio in Auckland, the old... Um, Access Radio Studio in Auckland when it was in Wellesley Street, the old AUT building. I remember uh, spending a couple of hours with Paddy, came in, he sat down and we had an old chat and I dropped him back. Not a very big man, you know, but uh, a great talented uh, musician and a man that knows everybody and uh, not afraid to, to tell you either who he's met and who he's played for and uh, he's put the albums together with all the big stars. Anyway, you're listening to Ireland uh, Calling brought to you with the support of the Hugh uh, Green Group. And I must say I was uh, honoured yesterday to be one of the guests at the blessing of uh, a food truck for St Vincent de Paul in South Auckland, uh, which was uh, donated to St Vincent de Paul by the Hugo Trust, uh, the trust set up by Hugh's daughter Marianne uh, in his um, honour. And uh, Hugh and his family and um, with the Green and McCall group for many years before, great supporters of the, the great work that St Vincent de Paul do, not alone in South Auckland, but uh, throughout the country and throughout the, the world. And um, great to see the great Irishman there, uh, Frank Heffernan, uh, paying tribute to, to Hugh Green and to the work that uh, the Green family and uh, the Green McCall group have done to help um, St Vincent de Paul uh, down through the years. And uh, while we're all going through tough times uh, this year we know that uh, people that are less well off are going through even tougher times and speaking to some of the volunteers that were there yesterday uh, in Otahu, uh, they're saying that there's a huge demand on their resources so if you're in a position uh, to help out, whether it's offering a bit of time or a bit of money or goods or other services, I know St Vincent de Paul societies around the country uh, welcome any support uh, you can uh, give them and uh, it's great to, to see that um, the uh, the support that they get uh, from uh, the community. Now, a regular listener down in the South Island there, uh, Kathleen Lawler, met a, a few people from Ireland last week, from Northern Ireland, uh, for Doreen and John Smith, and she told them about the programme. So, Doreen and John, if you're listening in tonight, I hope you're enjoying uh, the programme, and we'll play this uh, next uh, piece of uh, music uh, for you. It's uh, Riverdance.
Eurovision 1994, that was the interval act there, what became known as Riverdance and obviously still going strong. But uh, because of uh, COVID, uh, curtailed its 25-year celebrations this year, which were kicking off and continuing on all around the world. You're listening to Ireland Calling, brought to you as it is each week with the support of the Hugh Green Group. We've got a few minutes to go. I forgot to mention last week, Ireland had a good victory over England and... um, Obviously, uh, a great night uh, for James Lowe, who made his debut in the Irish uh, jersey. Jamison Gibson Park uh, played his third test, but um, James Lowe scored a try on debut at the end of the game. Ireland, easy winners over England, or over Wales. This weekend, they play Wales, or play England. And um, Johnny Sexton uh, picked up an injury last week, so he's out. And a great weekend uh, for James Ryan who's always been tipped uh, to be a future Irish leader and possibly a Lions leader. Uh, He's tipped, uh, he's got the captaincy nod and uh, he's honoured and he said he'll be well supported by the likes of Peter O'Mahony, Ian Henderson and all the other players who have um, obviously given great service uh, to Ireland. So that game will be a a bit harder. It was a very interesting interview with former uh, Kiwi and English rugby player Dylan Hartley um, Paul Kimmage, who's a very good writer, former professional cyclist, but he writes at the weekend uh, in the Sunday Independent, and he'd read the reviews about uh, the book called *The Hurt* by Dylan Hartley, and he thought it might be worthwhile uh, going to meet him. But he was, uh, he was quite. It was quite funny. Uh, it's, it's not a book like other uh, rugby players who write books about all the good things that they've done. He he basically goes out and talks about other sides of, of rugby. But the interesting thing was in the interview that um, he's now become a pundit and earlier this year before lockdown uh, he flew to Dublin to take on a, a role of uh, commentating for one of the games and somebody told him if he went to a particular coffee shop it's a good place to get a coffee but he had about six hours to spare he got an early flight and I went in there and who was there but um, Johnny Sexton and uh, one of the other uh, Australian players who played for, for Leinster so they invited him over had a coffee and um, had a chat and he only had met Johnny obviously playing on the field and every time he was playing against Johnny he tried to kill him and um, that was it. And, um, you know, Johnny then uh, asked him what he was doing after they had a cup of coffee. And he said, not that much, going back to the hotel to read and watch a bit of TV. And he invited him around to his place uh, for uh, lunch. So it kind of shows the camaraderie that's uh, between uh, especially the rugby players. And uh, it was a fantastic uh, um, experience. And, and the book, I haven't read it, but it sounds like it's, it's not your normal book. And finally, uh, our Republic of Ireland soccer team, they're not going well. They've um, lost uh, recently uh, their last games. In fact, they're playing Bulgaria tonight. If they don't win that, they get the wooden spoon and will be demoted from the, the Champions Cup that they're in. But Stephen Kinney, no wins um, in the six games he's played uh, so far. And a number of his squad have uh, contracted COVID as well. So he's con- happy that he's going to turn the team around. But that could take uh, a while um, yet. What else has happened just before we go? Just looking through some other the uh, headlines here from uh, the Irish Times. We'll go back again to Seamus Wolfe. Looks like he'll start in the Supreme Court in February next year. He's basically taken a pay cut or a pay freeze. No pay for the next uh, three months. And uh, delaying would pose too great a risk. That means delaying going from level five down to, to level four. Barack Obama has written a new memoir and uh, they've featured the 10 best bits of it uh, here. Uh, things aren't going too well for uh, Boris Johnson. He's in isolation at the moment and uh, he's lost two of his uh, key people. Uh, It looks like his new partner and um, father of his latest child uh, or mother of his latest child looks like she's got quite a bit of uh, influence into who works and doesn't work for him. 
Bundy Aki is set to uh, come back and play for Ireland uh, this weekend against uh, England. And of course, there's still heaps and heaps of publicity about uh, the US uh, election and uh, whether or not Trump will go quietly. He probably won't go quietly. He's, he's, he's always got a plan. He wants to, to make as much noise as uh, possible. And we'll quickly... Oh, yeah, the big thing is, and you'd better watch this here, if you can log on to RTE this year's Toy Show. It's one of the most popular programmes on RTE television, but it'll be on Friday week, the 27th, and it's on free to air all around the world on RTE. Just go on to the RTE player. And it's certainly uh, a fantastic uh, programme. Started as part of the Late Late Show in 1975. Gay Bourne had a, a 15 or 20 minute uh, piece about toys and the toys that were making the scene uh, for Christmas that year and then uh, it became a full show which it's been now for the last probably 25, maybe 30 years. Well that's about it. Uh, this particular piece of music is called The Winter's End. Well it's the end of the programme. I'll leave you tonight with Liam O'Flynn and The Winter's End and uh, certainly no winter here at the moment. Yeah.